Asking the question, why am I tempted by this, can lead to discovering the strong desires in the seedbed of our souls. When we ask ourselves what makes us be pulled by something, whether it's attention or immoral thoughts, or I'll say, like this morning, being harsh with my son on the way to school. When we ask ourselves what makes us be pulled by something, we begin the digging process. This process should not begin without first asking the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us in the way that we should go. He will steer us because he knows what is there, what is in our hearts. During this process, we may journal or just sit quietly and let him guide our thoughts. <clears throat> Pretty much every morning I pray Psalm 19:14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. I want God to steer my meditations, my reflection time. Once I pray that verse, I trust that he will guide the ponderings of my heart when I dig to discover what pulls me or tempts me from his best. I am Tina Webb, and I want to welcome you to the 14-Minute Mom Life Pause, a weekly Digging Deep episode dedicated to moms. These 14-Minute Mom Life episodes will be a weekly addition to the longer episodes that my husband and I do together, where we tackle various faith-based topics. Late last fall, a mom at my school went to the chair of our parent association with the idea of doing book clubs to foster community among the parents with the year that we've had with the pandemic. Parents have not been able to uh, fellowship as much and so these would be online book clubs. The idea was accepted, and my book, Cultivating the Souls of Parents, was selected as one of these. So for the past three or four weeks, I've had the pleasure of facilitating uh, two, two groups, um, a total of seven women, uh, in going through my book. And it's been a very wonderful experience for me as an author to listen to them uh, talk about what has impacted them. One thing I want to say about my, my book, it's for parents, but I know mostly moms will read it because I am a mom, I am a woman. Um, and one of the things that I want to achieve in this book is letting moms know that, yes, our mom life takes so much of our time and thought and heart, but before we are moms, we are women. We are daughters of the king. So you heard me pause and comment about my morning with my son. After he left, I felt like there was a rock in my heart. I sat on the couch and I said, Lord, what? why am I feeling this way? And he said, in his still small voice, in those thoughts that just pop in our head, that we know are from him. He said, my manner with him was not conducive or constructive. What happened was, 
my son has been very slow to prepare for the next day. Like I've told him, I'm really trying to focus on his executive skills, remembering, planning, not procrastinating. Well, our carpool ride had showed up. He couldn't find his shoes. He couldn't find his mask. She sat in the driveway waiting patiently. And I stood aside watching my son look to and fro, blaming everyone else but himself for not being able to find his shoes or his mask. It got to me. I got frustrated. And I know my attitude was, I told you so. In fact, out of my mouth I said, I have told you, you've got to prepare the night before. You have to put your things in one place. Well, my response wasn't kindly received. He retorted back in anger and resentment. And I was really astonished because I know I would not have spoken to my mother in the same way. He found his shoes, and as I stood watching, letting him understand the consequence of lack of preparation, he ultimately remembered where he'd left his mask. But he let me know he did not appreciate my I told you so attitude. And as I sat on the couch after this incident, the Lord put on my heart that for this child, my manner is not conducive nor constructive. Because when situations happen like this, and there's a time crunch, this particular child gets so bound by fear, he doesn't think clearly, and everything goes downhill from there. The Lord graciously counseled me on a better approach to take, an approach of kindness and mercy, and then later on, when he gets home, sit down and have an eye-to-eye -eye conversation about the lesson. That would have been what I should have done. Helped him in the, in the time-crunched morning, and then later on this evening, sat down and had a conversation about it. I'm glad I sat down with the Lord in those moments so that he could show me what was going on in my heart, and he could point me to a better way. Later, in my book on page 57, I write this. Think of your soul as a mansion with various levels and many rooms. Some levels have an open floor plan. In other words, the spaces overlap. We can have one space in which our childhood memories reside. Another space has emotions associated with these memories. If some of these memories are negative, excuse me, let me say this differently. If some of these emotions are negative and have never been processed with Jesus, then hidden stress is carried into our present lives. The stress comes out when it's triggered. There are rooms in our soul. That's my visual analogy. I'm a very visual person. And what I'm going to do a little later is sit down and ask the Lord to show me is there a memory? Is there a place in my soul, perhaps an incident when I was a child, where my mom did the same thing, and I never had closure? Maybe I never forgave her, and I just don't even realize that. 
Maybe it's hidden in the subconscious room of my heart. But I'm going to go before the Lord. Because, to tell you the truth, a morning like this has happened too many times before. I really need to sit and find out what is in a room in my heart that gives me that I told you so attitude. Of course my intentions as a mom are good, like yours are. We want our children to learn responsibility and stewardship. That is biblical, that is great, and that is necessary. But in the moment, sometimes we need to know what is actually the best way to teach stewardship. Is it to remind my child of what I said repeatedly in their midst of trial or trauma or fear? Absolutely not. When we mess up, we're sad, we're sorrowful. There's godly sorrow and there's worldly sorrow, and we want the godly sorrow because it is constructive. And when I look back, you know, I can be very regretful of some of the things I've done. It's a regret that we can't really run away from when we look at our mom life or we look at our personal life. The things that is, have tempted us beyond, beyond being a mom, just being human. And we're grieved that we were even tempted or that we caved into that temptation that we, you know, Maybe when we were driving, we did something that we shouldn't when another driver irritated us. Perhaps in the grocery store, we were too critical of a cashier being slow. I'm confessing my own sin to you. But when we look back at the sins that we have done, there is an aspect of grieving that's involved. Which is interesting because grieving is usually associated with something extremely painful, death, change. But we can have grieving when we realize the mistakes that we've made. When we sit in that place of regret or even discover that we have guilt, self-condemnation, and shame. So in my book on page 84, I write this. Grieving is the key. We must sincerely acknowledge, and I dare say live in our pain to get beyond our pain. We have to admit how we feel in the midst of daily stress, suffering, and trial. It's been a stressful few days, emotionally, mentally, and I'm sure my stress was a major component in my honor this morning. So when I go in a little bit, little bit of time after this podcast, when I sit with the Lord, I'm going to sit still again, acknowledge the stresses that I've been dealing with, but haven't gotten closure over. And I know that on the other side of my sitting with Jesus, there's going to be a better degree of closure. I'm going to acknowledge my regrets. I'm going to find, uncover any guilt, any shame that adds to stress. I'm going to uncover why I feel the way I feel. I'm going to sit in that moment to get beyond that moment 
because Jesus is there with me. He is the one who says, cast your cares upon me, for I care for you. As moms, there's a lot of things we care about. In this 2021 season, there's a lot of things we care about as we look in the, uh, around at the world. We need to cast our cares upon the Lord. Stress can be toxic, too heavy to bear, and it can affect our kids and our spouses if we're married, if we don't take it first to the King of Kings. So I pray you take these words and you have some wonderful quiet time with Jesus at some point today.